thanks for listening and supporting this podcast. I'm Camille Diaz, and if you are sick and tired of setting goals and not achieving them, jump on over to my website, go.optimized.zone. Enroll in my online course, Driven, and gain access to the exact formula I've used to accomplish my goals, like write a book, increase revenue, lose 30 pounds, and record over 100 episodes of this podcast. Start experiencing the joy and satisfaction that comes with achieving your goals. That's go.optimized.zone. Welcome. This is Money Heart, where we explore the emotional side of money. I'm Camille Diaz, and today we're discussing the pressures of college debt. My guest is Victoria Niels. She's a certified holistic nutritionist who works primarily with women with chronic autoimmune imbalances and chronic pain. Victoria, welcome to Money Heart. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, very glad to have you on. So you mentioned to me that you were really motivated to go to college because we're talking about the pressures of college debt today. What was your big driving factor for wanting to even attend college? Um, there was so much. I, growing up, there's just this huge, like, go to a successful college and you get a successful job and then you have this beautiful, successful life. Like, I don't know exactly where it stems from. I think it comes from our parents and it comes from society, but I think it's the biggest message that we hear, especially as kids. And so um, I was one of those kids, like my mom literally never had to tell me to do my homework ever. Like I would just go home and do it. Like I had a work first, play later mentality as a child that was just came natural. And so I always did really well in school and there was always there was high expectations, but they mostly came from myself. Like I wanted to go to an Ivy league school. I wanted to like, you know, have, have all these big goals and dreams and, um, going to college was a big part of that. It's just what you do, right? Like nobody tells yep. you necessarily about the alternative or it's not talked about as much. At least it wasn't, you know, 10 years ago. So That's yeah, right. it was a if lot you of want to be a decent adult. You've got to go to, you've got to get good grades and get into a college, and go to college, and then you get a good job. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so where did you end up choosing to go to school? So I picked Oral Roberts University um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and so I, I originally did want to go to Ivy League schools, but it's funny because I grew up in Oklahoma, and growing up there, I wanted to get away from Oklahoma. I was like, I don't want to stay here. Right. And so when I moved to Illinois, when I was a sophomore in high school with my mom, um, I missed it. It was home. It was everything I knew. And so the three years away had me being like, oh, I need to go back. And so um, just it lined up with my beliefs and everything. And I um, got a partial scholarship. So I had a 50% scholarship there. And so, yeah, that's what school I picked. Yeah, I love it. And then um, did you go there for the full four years? No, I actually only went two years. Oh. I um, went my first year, had a blast. So after my first year, I had started working like halfway through my freshman year and I paid for my like cell phone 
bill, I want to say, was my only bill at the time. And then I got a car the summer after my freshman year. It was my first car. Um, I had a really, really good job. So I worked at a country club, Southern Hills Country Club. And the money was incredible, especially for a college student working part time. Um, So I bought my first car and then I had car and car insurance. And for some reason, there was something going on with my financial aid that the second year, they were also going to require me to pay to stay in the dorms. And so it was like, okay, I have a cell phone bill, I have my car payment, and I have car insurance. And it was like all of these realities of adulthood were showing up big. And so at first, I wanted to try to make paying for some of the school, like, right then, like, for the dorm work. And then I was like, no, this isn't smart. Like, I just need to move out. And so I got my own place, but it, like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like, oh, my gosh this is my life job, this responsibilities, but also like this burden. And so I just realized like, oh, wow, those student loans that I signed up for are like going to create that same sort of burden until I'm able to pay them off. Like if I'm able to pay them off, like my mom never even paid hers off. I think I, I can't tell you the exact details that I was a child, but I swear I almost swear she filed bankruptcy or something mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't think they still let you do student loans in bankruptcy but something or other and she didn't even have to finish paying them off but um I just know like how it affected her and like her finances and so seeing it I was like I am all of my 19 years old of wisdom like can't continue to rack up more debt And so I was just like, I'm going to do a little online school. And so I just decided to take a totally different path for the time being. So, yeah. So you went to Oral Roberts for two years. And Mm -hmm. how much student loan debt did you end up with after just two years and having a 50% scholarship? $30,000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In two years. And they paid for half of it. So if you didn't have the scholarship, it would have been 60. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are things now? Are you still struggling to pay that off? Did you like, is it gone? How's okay, it so it's not completely gone. Um, we're not struggling, thankfully, but I mean, it's still there somewhat. Um, we definitely, I really dove deep into like getting educated, like about finances and how to pay off debt because I knew we wanted to be able to pay it off as soon as possible, um, all of our debt and not be able to, you know, not have it forever, like have a dream of like our first home, you know, like paying it off and then renting it out and then going to buy your dream home. And so um, we are still paying it down. And then my husband's student loans, um, his school actually got shut down for fraud. And so we're waiting to hear back if his are forgiven, but he had um, like 40 grand in student loans. Wow. So between the two of you, $70,000 of student loans. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So how has that kind of influenced your decision? You mentioned wanting to pay your house off, buy a new one, that kind of thing. Is it, is it holding things up? Or are you still moving forward? Um, it is holding things up a little bit right now, but thankfully like with the um, new switch that I've made, like 
career-wise and everything, um, we're going to get, we're going to get there a lot faster, thankfully. So that's, I mean, that's exciting. And yeah, I didn't have to go to a traditional four-year school. (laughs) So yeah, that's another thing. Right. Yeah. So what would you kind of tell people today that are thinking, you know, parents and kids are always trying to make this decision. How, how are we going to do college? What do we want to do? What makes sense? What's in our budget? Is it worth it to take the loans? Kind of what would you tell people as far as options go or what you, what you've discovered since now you've been through it? Yeah, I think the best thing that I've learned is how important it is to keep an open mind and not focus on like don't let any outside forces of what anybody else will think about your decision or how they'll perceive your decision as an influence in how you make it whatsoever because I think that was my biggest thing like I can't go to a community college like what will people think and it's like who cares what people think like most people like the saying you know keeping up with the Joneses is so real like most people are racking up all sorts of debt and on the outside and on social media we think they're living our dream life but really like people are drowning and so um it's okay to be different and it's okay to take the path that feels authentic to you and that's going to set you up for success the most which is starting off which a little debt as possible or none at all so yeah yeah, I love that. that online course, take those community college classes and embrace it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and some of that is, you know, when you're getting those basic classes out of the way, there's not, you don't necessarily have to take the basic classes at a fancy, really expensive school if what you're doing is going to translate over anyway when you get there. Yeah. Um, and you do the last couple years over there, you still have that school's name on your degree, right? Yeah. No, but I, I really love that point you brought up of not keeping up with the Joneses or the whoever's, you know, mm-hmm. of not feeling that, well, you're going to somehow be less of a person or less respected or less successful if you didn't go to a certain place or do a certain thing or be a part of a certain group. You can yeah. forge your own path. I really like that really like that message. Um, So you have kids and they're pretty little. What are you either teaching your kids or planning to teach your kids about money and college and loans and all that kind of thing when it's time to do that? I think I definitely will be planning on teaching them. I'm a big, big fan of responsibility. And so one saying is something I say all of the time, probably if you ask my husband, he probably thinks it's really annoying, but I'm always like, how do you do one thing is how you do everything. And so, um, for instance, like right now they're little, but like we all make our bed every single day. And I just feel like those little things add up to big things and like big characteristics. And so, Um, definitely I feel like a big part of it is like responsibility and teaching them just even like as they're getting older how they can even contribute to their education by earning scholarships and taking their honors and their AP classes seriously which is something that I actually didn't do I was a very I was very much a self-starter as a child but um, 
I started to slack off my senior year. Like I just didn't think they mattered as much. Like I was in five AP classes, but when it came time to take the test, like I was like, I'm going to sleep through half of this. Cause I like, what's the point? I'm going to college next year. So that was a mistake that I made. So encouraging them to take those things seriously. Cause that's free college credit right there. Um, so that's free credit. Yes. Yeah. 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 And taking responsibility as much as they can for being able to contribute to that by, you know, finding something they love and essentially getting paid for it, like at a young age, which I think is super cool. Cause a lot of times we get into things that we don't even enjoy. So if they, you know, love tennis and can get a tennis scholarship, I definitely, that's a big part of it is encouraging that. And then, um, just really, yeah, I'm saying the most reasonable route that there is, cause there's certain things that I don't believe in skimping on, like health, for instance, like if it's like, oh, I'm going to buy the cheap thing or I'm going to buy the thing that costs a little bit more, but it's going to be better for me in the long run. Those are the sort of things that I don't believe in paying less for. But when it comes to like the class and one just costs less, then yeah, we're definitely going to be smart and just go with the one that costs less. So um, yeah, between taking personal responsibilities, scholarships, um, I would definitely encourage that and then um just depending on exactly where we are then I think it would be some sort of like a match policy like having them contribute so like let's say they get a scholarship and I think it's okay for us to contribute you know and like match that for their efforts because a scholarship is just as um, beneficial as like a job for instance if someone was working to contribute so yeah, so I think different things like that, just not like completely handing everything to them. So they, you know, we don't need any more entitled people. <laughs> I really love that point that you brought up of doing something that is what you really would like to do. Mm-hmm. When we have that pressure of you got to go to college, you got to study something, you got to go get a good job. We may not necessarily be even spending all this money on something we want or on something that we want to continue doing forever. So I thought that was a fabulous point of figure out what it is you'd actually like to do and then figure out which path you have to take to get there. And if you need to do the fancy school and get the loans because that's the only way to get to where it is you want to be. All right. I guess that's what we're doing. But if you want, if you have a path that may not put you in as much of a difficult position in the future to achieve the same goal. I thought, I thought that was good advice that you, that you gave of, Hey, figure out what it is you want and then figure out how to get there. Don't yeah. just, I'm going to get on this path and wherever it ends up, I guess that's where I'm going. No, I think we should all get paid for what we love to do. Like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> We're just trading time for money. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trading dollars for hours. Absolutely. Or hours for dollars. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Well, this has been fabulous to talk to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, you're very welcome. If you would like to get in contact with Victoria, you can do do so through her website, victorianeals.com. Thank you as well to all of our listeners and viewers. I'm your host, Camille Diaz. For links, photos, and more, you can visit our website, moneyheartshow.com, or find us on social media at moneyheartshow. 
This show is sponsored by Serenity Financial, a Five Rings financial agency specializing in financial education, living benefits, and guaranteed lifetime income. If you are struggling with student loan debt, please reach out to me at Camille at serenityfinancial.us so I can connect you with my friend Larry, whose company helps people lower their payments as much as possible and get on a path to student loan forgiveness. Victoria, would you like to share today's money mantra since it is one that you came up with and that you use? Yeah. Um, so today's money mantra is, I am worthy of being paid well for my talents. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.